and talking to our friends. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hellboy Book Club. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Oh, you Loveless. And I'm Danielle. Hey, we're back. We're reading the Hellboy comics. We're talking to all of our friends. Here we are. We sure are. We yes. really are. <laughs> and here's Danielle to tell you all about it. Uh, <laughs> first, we're going we're gonna to read a thing. We're going to tell you what to read, and you're going to read it, and then... You're gonna, we're gonna tell you, we're gonna talk about it, and then you're gonna listen to us talking about what we talked about when we read it, and then you're gonna talk about what we talked about when you heard us talking about what we were talking about, and then we're gonna talk about what <laughs> yeah. you talked about when you talked about us talking about the thing that we read, that we all read collectively as a group, and yes. that's a book club, and that's friendship. Back to you, John. Yes, thank you. Awesome. Great job. I love the Are you praising me for that? Love, You're praising me for what I just for did? That one. Yeah, it was good. That was really good. You had a lot of energy there. <laughs> okay. Yes. So um, it's been a while since we've come back to the Hellboy Book Club to talk about all the things that the listeners were talking about when they were listening to us talk about the thing that we were talking about. Boy, are we. Yes. <laughs> so and we've, we've collected we've collected quite a bit of that. Yes, we have it all in the feed bag. The feed bag. <laughs> yes. The Hellboy the, Book Club feed who's bag. Who's eating out of that feed bag? <laughs> Probably a donkey. Probably a donkey. <laughs> yes. Donkey named Sir Dudley. And um, so I've been going back through, you know, we did all those sort of Hyperborea episodes, but we didn't talk about listener feedback. And we have a bunch because we haven't done episodes in a while regularly on, right. on this channel. We've been over at Book Club Member Comics. We've been you, sifting them yes. in our in our gold panning equipment, our old timey uh, equipment from... Whatever year that is that they used that. Yeah. And we're getting all the gold nuggets out of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like Some we kind have. Of um, nuggets out of I, it. I feel like we, we, we've done a, a couple episodes on book club members. I want to kind of like start incorporating this podcast again, you know, maybe like once a month or something like that, having a show on this channel where we're. And now that the Hellboy comics are being collected again, you know, and a bunch of them are going to be coming out, we can like start talking about some Hellboy comics again. So I thought we could catch up on all the listener feedback on this episode and kind of get back into the rhythm of things and uh, reestablish all of our connections with our friends and all that stuff. Yeah, so um, I have some shouts-outs for this week. Shouts-outs. Yes. Certainly, he certainly does. I got a lot of shouts-outs, so I was thinking about one thing that has been really cool with this community, with our podcast and all of our friends, is that everyone has all these projects now. Yes. And I, I feel yeah. like, oh, this is so cool. What a great opportunity to kind of like plug everyone's stuff. So obviously we've got Ross Radke. Ross Radke. Book Club member. Yes. You know, right. he's got all of his heart. He's got the Stomped issue three that's going to be coming out. Very Ooh. exciting. Um, he's got the stuff that he's going to be putting out for Webtoon. You know, so check those out. The links will be in the show notes and for somehow that. somehow is always drawing commissions no, and... Constantly. Constantly. Yeah. I don't know how he does that. Um, I actually saw that uh, Matt Schreckwein got his copy of Stomped. Okay. Oh, yeah. Some oh. people are getting them already. Yes, yes. yes. Um, that's very exciting. And Matt Strackbine is my next shout out. Matt Strackbine. Book club member. Yes. You know, he's got his YouTube channel. He's got all the stuff that he's doing with the letter hack. You can buy merch. You can buy t-shirts, all that kind of stuff. So the links for that will be in the show notes too. So big shout out to Matt. Oh, Matt sent me, uh, he's got a letter hack theme. Oh, he's got a oh little it's bit of music. so good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. It. And like, it, it's very percussive. Okay. Um, it's got a lot of drums in it. I'll put a little clip of it in here. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Who did the music? He said, my brother. Oh, I was fun. like, wow, that's awesome. So um, shout out Michael Strackbine. Good job there. Oh. We also got Craig McKnight. He's doing all of his good stuff with Muffin with Good Vibes. Craig McKnight. 
book club member. Yes. And, and the, the Muffin Man. And the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. You know, he's got a bunch of merch. He's got a YouTube channel as well. All the links to these will be in the show notes. Also Just go known in there as and... the guy who raises unbelievable amounts of money for e- extraordinarily good causes yes. oh, all yeah. the time. And even with Muffin But Good Vibes, they still support a lot of charities. A lot of the proceeds of their sales at certain times go towards certain charities. So yeah, if you follow him, you always see some positive things that he's doing in the community. And he's also doing a lot of cool stuff with music and building his own community there in the yeah. San Diego area. And we've also got Benny Decker. Benny Decker. Book club member. Yes, Benny. He has his uh, YouTube channel, Valiant Victories. Yes, I've been checking that out. It's really fun. Yeah, we gave him a shout out on Book Club Members Podcast. Oh, yeah, you were excited about that. I remember yeah. you being yeah. especially pumped for that. Oh, he, really said, cool. uh, he said, thanks for the shout out. I cover the relaunch of Valiant 2012 and forward. I'm working on some new reader videos to help folks get started. Although the universe is connected, it's easy to enjoy any single series on its own. Okay. Nice. So good job. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to Hayden Orr. Hayden Orr. Book club member. Yes, he has his awesome podcast that he's doing. The last, last book on the shelf. Yeah. Last book on the shelf. It is really good, guys. You should definitely check it out. It's him, his friends, John and TJ. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, they've shouted us at, sh- They've shouted us out on their podcast oh, as well. Oh, that's nice. So, that excellent. means I can go crash it, right? Yes, yes, exactly. I can go fucking crash it. <laughs> and just be obnoxious over there on their podcast we, we will do that all right so, great yes get yes. ready so a special shout I'm out coming to over there also <laughs> also got a shout out mark tweedell mark tweedell book club member yes yes you know I'm trying to think of so many different ways to say this phrase. mark is uh mark is constantly doing so much for multiversity he's always doing his awesome interviews talking about different comics um, with Tyler Crook recently talking about his new series yeah. and as well as covering all the Mignola books. So definitely check him out as well. And then I also want to shout out O Renee. O Renee. Book club member. Yes. I don't know. We've talked about him in the past, but he draws these little comics, Hellboy comics on Twitter and Facebook. They're really funny, and he's even done some of us, or he's done one where oh, really? he incorporated me into one of the jokes really? or something like that. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was so... that was the, all the ones with like a Koshki? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I remember those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those are fun. Those so are fun. He, he continues to do those comics, and he always tags me okay. in them on Twitter and stuff like that. So anyway, shout out to him. Um, he does a lot of fun stuff. So um, all the links to follow these guys will be in the show notes. So just shout out all of our friends who are doing cool stuff. Anyway, I just thought that would be fun to do. Yeah. All right. And now we're going to go on to our listener feedback. Listener feedback. It's the entire episode. It's the entire episode of Should feedback. we do something special? Should we do a special version of our listener feedback song, Aubrey, for the entire episode <laughs> being listener feedback? Sure. Got one? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I'm John tired. needs to do a percussive uh, part for us. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> but up, but up, Listener feedback, listener feedback, <laughs> listener feedback. <laughs> How was that? You read a story, we talk about it. You hate them guys, us. And it's a book club, get out. But it is a special occasion because I have an actual Hey You Damn Guys. Is that an actual letter? This is an actual Hey You Damn Guys. We got this from Clayton Schofield. Clayton Schofield. Book club member. Is that actual handwriting? Yes, we actually actually got this a while back. Oh, look at that. There's an envelope. The the envelope has the BPRD logo on it. It says, I heart book club member comics. And then it says, it's true. There's a little bird saying, it's true. Um, Anyway, that's really cool. This is adorable. So, wow, so it's cool. actual mail. Yeah, it says uh, the the stationery is BPRD stationery here. It says oh, Bureau nice. of Paranormal Research and Defense. This is real cute. And it's uh, February of 22. Hey, you damn guys. 
I hope that you all are doing well. First off, I just want to say that you continue to make the good days great and the bad days not so bad. It doesn't matter when I'm listening, before sleep or first thing in the morning, you always put a smile on my face. Thank you for your constant and enthusiastic voices. I'm enjoying the new show, in particular your episodes on Ultra Mega, Falcon Spear, and Baltimore are some of my favorites. Wes has been a great addition to the Baltimore discussion. Bravo, Wes. Yeah. Also, Shout out yeah. Wes Matice. Wes Matice. Book club member. Yeah, and co-host. And co-host. That's yeah. true. He hangs out with us on all of our Baltimore episodes over on Book Club Member Comics. You can go check us out there. He said, this week's surprise episode over at the Hellboy Book Club podcast was a great one. The Sword of Hyperborea is shaping out to be a remarkable series. Lawrence and Rob have done a fantastic job with this one issue that future issues cannot come out fast enough. Also, it was great to hear from Hayden and Mark on this one, too. What a rush to listen to all of the speculation. Uh, the same day that this surprise episode came out, the Drawing Monsters Kickstarter released an epic seven-minute trailer for the Mignola documentary. Have you seen this? My mind is blown. What an exciting year this is going to be. So many things to look forward to. Keep up the great work, Aubrey, Danielle, and John. I hope to meet you all. Book club members someday. Cheers. Best regards, Clayton. P.S. My wife calls my writing chicken scratch because it's so messy. I hope Aww. this wasn't too hard to read, smiley face. No, we love a handwritten yes, letter. That's I incredible. Love it. That's great. Yes, Look at thank this you. stationery. Well, it's got nice. a watermark. Yeah. Thank you so much, Clayton. Yes, thank you, Clayton. That yeah. was very this cool. This is lovely. Yeah, it's an actual actual letter. So I thought that was awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is fantastic. Um, We've got a pen pal, an actual pen pal. Yeah, very good. Yes. And so I was trying to think of, has anyone else sent us stuff? You know, Ryan Yule sends us a Christmas card every yeah. year. The, the last Super one cute. was really good because it had the baby crying <laughs> with Santa Claus or whatever. Santa that's Claus, a classic. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's so a, cool. That is a classic, yeah. Um, and then I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this. David Jacoy sent me a Mark Laszlo that he bought from over oh, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, uh, he bought it overseas and he sent it over to me because I, I paid him for it, obviously. That's another thing that I've gotten from That was nice, though. So he went member. out of his way to do yeah, all that. Yeah, really cool. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to... Um, some actual hey you damn guys holding it in my hand here physical media some of this feedback some of is, this feedback is from a while back uh, we got one on the Hellboy animated when we were talking about the Menagerie that was a long time ago I don't ago. remember it's one of those little books oh and yeah, it yeah, had, no, yeah. Um, and it had the Crimson King yeah that was the villain that they had let's to hear fight, it right so we heard from Andrew Adair Andrew Adair. Book club member. He said, hey, you damn guys. Happy Thanksgiving. That's how long okay. ago this was. <laughs> oh, wow. A while back. <laughs> Finally had a day off to walk the dog and listen to your podcast. Must admit, I wouldn't have given the animated comics a try without your episode. Mm. Where else are you going to get prog rock, historical fiction, and pickle beer in one place? <laughs> Where else, indeed. <laughs> yes. He said, you guys took me back to seeing King Crimson in Philadelphia back in the 90s. Nice. An oh, amazing group awesome. of musicians. Yeah. I'm also loving the new series, Silver Lantern Club, and looking forward to Atron coming out and listening to you guys discuss it. Hopefully, uh, you guys will do an episode on those books. We will. Yeah, yeah we, we will, will do, that. do that. Oh, yeah. Atron was pretty good, too. Yeah, we haven't talked about we that one. We'll definitely should. have to come back and do that. He said, thanks for the great content. I'm glad to know that later tonight when I'm screaming into the darkness, you'll be screaming along with me. <laughs> awesome. That's from that song, right? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Andrew. We also heard from Brett Pierce. Brett Pierce. Book club member. Yes. Brett said, hey, you damn guys. Just wanted to thank you for the wonderful podcast. I recently stumbled. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome, Brett. He said, I recently stumbled across it, and it's been a blast listening. I've been alone in my love for the Mignolaverse since buying the first issue of Seed of Destruction oh, that way won't back. Do. That won't do. And it's been wonderful to discover I have fellow brothers and sisters out there. Yeah. 
I've also been a huge fan of Mark Tweedell's Hell Notes. Yeah, hey. shout out to Mark Tweedell. <laughs> Mark Tweedell. He's been my Hellboy guru for years, and it's been a treat to hear him chime in on the podcast. It's so fun hearing about all the connections you have made between the stories, and it's inspired me to do another reread. He says, I actually wrote and directed a film that was released in 2020 that was born out of my love for Hellboy. What? It was in these comics where my fascination with mythical witches began. I was fascinated by the Baba Yaga and others like Jenny Greenteeth. This resulted in me making a horror film with my brother inspired by Black Annis. Oh, cool. It's called The Wretched, and it's available on Hulu now to stream. Uh. Anyway, please keep the podcast coming. It's my new obsession. Happy holidays to you all. Oh, that's oh, so nice. Wow. Shit. Brett Pierce, thank you so, so it's, much. Uh Brett Brett Pierce Book Club member. It's on it's on Hulu? Yeah. Hulu. Wow. And director, like, of a movie. So anyway, sure. I, I read this. We we got this like back in like December right, or January. Right, because of the happy whatever. holidays, yeah. And so so this has just been sitting in the email. Jeez. And I read it today. I was like, oh my god. So I pulled up the Hulu and it is there. So I was like, I gotta sit down and watch oh, this did you watch right it? now. Oh my god, it was so good. Awesome. Was so okay. Good. I was like, I can't believe the person that made this listens to our show. Anyway, it was really cool. Oh, that's fun. Uh, it was a great movie. I highly recommend it. It is a horror movie. Right. So there is like some disturbing parts, you know. Okay, what I mean? so there's there, there, maybe it, is it like super gross or is there something that I might not be no, like? No, oh, but know there's about this. like I mean, there was just some parts that were intense. Like I was okay. like, wow. I don't want to spoil anything, but like Sure, is it like body horror? I'm just like generalizations. Yeah, so there is some body horror, but there's also like Do they get Bonitis. If you have certain triggers, <laughs> there's against, a lot of bonitis going on. If certain people have triggers against like violence towards certain things, right? And so memals? that's kind of a thing. So the, there, 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 there's violence the, against memals. There, there might be. Okay. Okay. So yeah, but you can like look at the IMDb. Could I wanna... watch this with you? And then you go, okay. Don't look at this. Don't part. look at the screen and also cover your ears. <laughs> yes, you can. And then you'll t- tell me when I can look again. Yeah. Okay. It was great, but like. Sounds good. All the performances were really good. The story was good. And like knowing that he's a Hellboy fan, like I couldn't help but sure, like. Sure, yeah. Think look about Look at it like, through that lens. Right, exactly. And I. And I, there was a certain, there's a certain part of the movie where I feel they could just plop Hellboy ah, in there. Ah, okay. You could just put him in there. Fun. And oh, like, wow. and, and he could just show up. And, be and it would be the, fine. You'd be like, this is fine. Movie. Like, I think, like, you could go uh, the hour into the movie, and it's a good movie, and then at the last 30 minutes, you could put Hellboy in there, and it would Excellent. make sense. Oh, or wow. something like that. I don't know. It's my own stupid headcanon like, as I'm watching the thing. If it were a series, and he showed up a couple episodes, then you'd be like, okay. That makes sense. This is happening. I could definitely see that being a world that Hellboy would exist in. Although okay. he's okay. not okay. in the movie, or okay. whatever. Um, it definitely has that sensibility. BPRD extended anyway, universe. Anyway, I highly recommend it. It was so cool. Uh, thank you so much, Brett, for writing in and for recommending your movie. Anyway, de- awesome. definitely check it out. Well, John, will... John enjoyed it, so. Yes. I will definitely check it out. We also heard from Brian Levy. Brian Levy. Book club member. Yes, he said, hey, you damn guys, it's been forever, but I'm finally a librarian. Yay, congratulations. Wow. Yay, congratulations. We were, we were just talking about that on a That's recent fantastic. episode. Yeah. He said, grad school is done. I meant this when I said it back in the Hey You Damn Guys in 2019 that listening to the podcast absolutely factored in my decision to become a librarian. Wow. You guys are excited about books, and that excitement is infectious. And it's the right... We inspired someone to actually go through grad school and become a librarian? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. And it's it's the right kind of excitement. This isn't some toxic complaint fest. It's just breaking down stories and talking about how they make you feel and what they make you think about. 
So much goes on in our brains when we do this. We literally get smarter when we talk about fiction the way you do on your podcast, oh, free yeah. of nastiness or overdone memes cliches. <laughs> it's hard to put into words, but you get it. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, now that I don't have to feel bad about not doing homework anytime I want to do something fun, I can catch up on over a year's worth of episodes that I've missed. Nice. Sweet. Oh, wow. Huh. Also, congrats on the interview with Lawrence and Rob. Hopefully, it leads to more talks with more people involved in the Hellboy world or any of the other worlds that the Book Club Members Comics spends time in. Yeah, they were so nice to talk yes. to us. It was fun. It was great. Anyway, glad everything's still going strong. You all rock, and Hellboy is cool. Much love, Brian Levy. <laughs> well, thank Brian you, Brian. Levy. Oh, man, that's Matt, really great. Man, congratulations. Yeah. Um, we all know that you worked extremely hard to get where you're at and that's amazing but yeah. also like fuck yeah another librarian yeah, very good. in the world that's great i mean that takes hard work and dedication and that's awesome and i'm we all really appreciate that yeah. mm -hmm. and holy shit the fact that we had literally anything to do with that is awesome <laughs> i know that's incredible incredible congratulations, congratulations yeah really. you, yeah, you awesome. deserve it you worked hard that's great we love it we also heard from andrew adair again Andrew Adair, again. Book Club member again. That's right. Hey, damn guys. Amazing episode. It was so cool that you guys were able to bring us this interview. You guys are having a, having fun and it showed. I love it when good things happen to good people. Aww. As always, thanks for a great show and looking forward to listening to more Hellboy-related episodes. Yes, here we go. Yes, we're getting back into the Hellboy Book Club rhythm. We will do more episodes. Thank you, Andrew. Nice. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to get back into the Hellboy stuff, too, you know? Now that a lot of it's starting to get collected. We got a hey damn guys from Drew Campbell. Drew Campbell. Book club member. That's right. Drew Campbell says, hey damn guys, I finally caught up and read Sword of Hyperborea and then listened to the book club discussions. Holy crap, the story was awesome. I started out writing this as a Facebook comment, but it ended up getting pretty long, <laughs> so I decided to turn it into an email. So here are some of my thoughts and theories. Yes. Thoughts and theories. Oh, I like thoughts that. Thoughts and theories. That's our new segment. <laughs> Since the wolf seems to be the most consistent thread throughout all the stories, I'm thinking the wolf is a personification, wolfification, yes. question mark, mm. of the Vril power that's infused in the sword. He, he capitalized Vril yeah. correctly. So even the ancient warrior would have been visited and instructed by the Vril wolf. Oh. What I'm curious about is that there's an explicit intermingling of Galdinar and Ted Howard that doesn't appear to exist for any of the other sword bearers. Right. So do we assume that everyone who uses the sword is assimilated to some extent into the group consciousness and the creators are just leaving that out of what's being depicted? Right, okay. And trusting the audience, right? Right. Or is there some special significance to those two characters? Why do both Howards and Galdinar black out when they touch the sword? And why do only they become intertwined? Does it have something to do with the fact that they were the only ones who fought Merahim? Oh, yeah. If that is Merahim at the end of Devil You Know. It is. Does that link somehow tie them together in a way that doesn't include the others? That's interesting. They oh. do exist in this weird loop. Okay. We also yeah. talked about like maybe when they hold the sword, they're all Galdinar for right, that right, moment. Right. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know. But that's a great question. I love that. I wonder if we would benefit from that question being answered even. Mm. Or I wonder if that is, right. you know what I mean? If like you get the right storyteller, perhaps. But until that happens, I wonder if that's like... Like, like we had just discussed um, the whole thing about when you talk about what stories mean to you and what you think about them and the dots you may or may not be connecting, like that helps you kind of grow creatively and, and, and intellectually. Right, and, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like maybe they don't always need to have answers, but, you know, maybe if the answer is better than the question, then sure. But I don't know. Anyway, back to the thing. Another thing I was wondering about, this is back to the Hey Damn Guys, another thing I was wondering about is, does everyone who touches a sword have an encounter with a wolf slash vril power slash spirits? 
We know that at least a few members of the Heliopic Brotherhood of Ra have held it, not to mention Sword Wellington's expedition, Edward Gray and the Captain, and even Martin Guilford. Gilly Boy. Gilly Boy. <laughs> oh, God. Is that Gilly Boy? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> None of them were shown to have any kind of vision when holding the sword, so is it only those who are chosen by the power that have that experience? Yes, I love it. And if, or is it something innate? Is that he, what he's asking? Is that right, like the dichotomy? Yeah. Okay. And if the real power is picking and choosing who to communicate with, it makes sense that the Brotherhood members wouldn't be chosen, but why not Ed Gray? Surely he was worthy of the power. I don't have answers for any of this. It's just the path my thoughts have led me down. Right, yeah. I like that. That's actually a, you don't have something to have I didn't answers. even think about that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I also think cool. like... Just to think about thoughts when, Like Olsen, we see his point of view. We see Olsen's point of view. They come out and they say, will you be our champion? Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. is that happening to everybody? And that's just like a certain thing? Well, well, one yeah. of the guys was like, no, actually. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I don't want to do you, this. I do not want to do this. So, so like, maybe right. we're not seeing that happening with like grappling the Gotha, but maybe there is something there because when she holds it she's like now i know what i was meant to do sure sure so it's like maybe she's seen something that um that is not depicted in the story maybe so yeah that might be a thing yeah that's happening okay back to the hey damn guys (laughs) i also want to point out that issue two takes place in 1916 which is the same year that edward gray interrupts the hbr summoning of amdusius in chicago oh yeah this is when ed gray gets dragged to hell and it happens in the same room that elijah bone and later ted howards gets a hold of the sword so i wonder if the ritual that ed gray interrupted and the ritual involving grafling Degatha are related are they two parts of the same plan, or are they just two independent groups of HBR members being naughty at the same time? <laughs> well, we also see that weird ceremony in right. the last one. Is oh, that yeah. in the same room, too, where that big word bubble is coming out with all the eyeballs and stuff like that? It is, right? right. That's yeah. the same room. Yeah, because so, he, like, he had to leave the sword there yeah. in that room. Nuts. Mm. I love this. All right, back to the thing. <laughs> In issue three, Victor Olson says he was in Atlantis for years, which to me confirms Daniel's comments about time not being linear. Hmm. Who else has said this? When he's washed up on shore, he's clearly no older than when he went down, but when he's running the bar seven years later, he does look older and shaggier. I think he did experience years in Atlantis, but it was only a few hours in quote-unquote real time. And you guys were wondering why he would have displayed the sword in the crystal and played view above the bar. I was specifically wondering this. My thought is that because the goddess chose him, as he says, he feels like she and the power wouldn't let the sword and crystal be separated from him. So there was no danger of anything happening to them. Hmm. Okay. 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 But sadly, he didn't realize that his part was already done and someone else had to come along to get them to Chicago. Right. Or actually, there is a caption that says Chicago at the end of the page that shows him fighting the lizard people. So maybe the wolf slash goddess slash real power were trying to tell him to bring the sword to Chicago and he ignored it oh, or was like too right. dense oh, and too yeah. full of his right. own bullshit. We do see the statue and it says To Chicago. hear the call, yeah. 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 Some people are too blinded by their own horseshit. If that's the case, then that may hint at the reason Edward Gray wasn't quote unquote chosen by the sword. Maybe the real wolf knew that he wouldn't be very easy to lead. Uh, yeah. He would like likely have serious doubts or at least questions about who or what the power was and whether he should trust it. Mm. Yeah. In regard to the voice that speaks to one leg Elijah Bone, I'm definitely of the opinion that it's not part of the Sword Spirit Club. <laughs> the fact that it's speaking to him long before he's anywhere near the sword and then it tells him to ignore the old ghosts and put the sword away implies to me that it's not affiliated with the sword. 
The wolf and the okay. other sword spirits always want the bearers to use it to fight evil, and they may have been ready to ask Elijah to do that, but the voice convinces him to walk away. So that leaves me to ask who the voice is. I don't know for sure, but the best answer I can come up with is that it's Astaroth. Ooh, that Whoa, would be good. Yeah. Oh, season shit. one shit. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it when they bring back season one shit to the fucking new shit. That's yeah. incredible. We know from the Midnight Circus that around this time he's trying to steer Hellboy to his supposed destiny. So maybe he doesn't want the Helioptic Brotherhood of Ra kickstarting Ragnarok and stealing Hellboy's thunder and by uh, extension messing with Astaroth's prestige as Hellboy's uncle. Right. Oh, wow. That's good. Okay. As for the art in the series, it's so incredible. I don't have much to add to what you guys have already said, but I wanted to say that in issue four, when I turned to the splash page with the rainbow eyeball word bubble monster, I literally yelled out loud. <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's literally, I mean, like, if I saw it, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Lawrence Campbell and Quentin Winter did it, but that may be the most alien and comprehensible thing I've ever seen in a drawing. Yes. It looks like a three-dimensional object attached to a page. <laughs> and when I look at it, my brain can't comprehend what it's seeing. Woo! <laughs> I also really love the depiction of the blood swirling in the water when Olsen is hacking away the lizard yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah, those cool those cool brushes he had going. Again, it looked like a three-dimensional image of blood swirling in water like nothing else I've ever seen in a comic. I I remember going absolutely apeshit over the those fucking the uh the ones where they like they're standing there and all their grandeur that page uh, the spirits come in oh, and they're yeah, like yeah, whoa yeah. we're so cool looking yeah, I was like yeah. oh it's yeah. amazing and okay, so he goes on your interview with Rob Williams and Lawrence Campbell was fantastic those guys seem to really love the world and it shows so great that you were able to talk to them and I really hope they get to follow through with the ideas they were teasing awesome anyway great discussions and I can't wait for more later Drew thank you for that wow. epic. Epic feedback, yeah, Drew. A, there should be a mic drop after that. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Awesome. Uh, uh, so thought-provoking. I really like that. Didn't um, Rob and um, Lawrence tell us they know who the uh, wolf and the person who's talking yeah, to? Yeah, they said they do. Yeah. yeah so I wonder if, uh, they're, if, they, if they listen to this, they'll be like, oh, shit, he's right on her. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> who's that wolf? Who's the wolf? Who's the wolf? I'm with the wolf. I solve problems. We also got a Hey You Damn Guys from Yaron Klein. Yaron Klein. Book club member. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey You Damn Guys, I've been listening to the podcast since September of 2021 and reading the books based on the podcast order. Oh, awesome. Nice. nice. I am not on Wait, social- on whose order? Who ordered that? Yeah, Mark Tweedo. Mark Tweedo. Mark, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mark Tweedo. Uh, I'm not on social media for obvious reasons, but I thought I'd email you guys <laughs> sure. and share how wonderful it is to dive into the Mignolaverse with you guys. By now, listening to the book club is a huge part of experiencing these stories, Aww. currently only at episode 60, which is exciting because there's still so much more to read and enjoy. Wow. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. I love how John takes the listeners through the story, how Aubrey always has great insight about the little things I didn't notice. Matt's uh, fascinating artistic input. And of course, Danielle, who's the heart and soul of the podcast, always super passionate and insightful. Aww, Thank you. Nice. I read a lot of the big two books when I was a teenager in Israel, but legit comic books were kind of hard to find and expensive. So I stopped reading. From the few Hellboy comics I read back then, I know these books were different and told myself that if I ever go back to reading comics, Hellboy would be the first I would pick up. Oh, wow. Fast forward 16 years later, I walk into the Brooklyn Public Library and was shocked to find so many Hellboy comics available and ready to be read. Hell yeah! Oh, that's so awesome! Hell yeah, public libraries! Awesome, yes, libraries. Fuck yeah! 
I immediately started reading but felt something was missing because I don't know a lot of Hellboy fans and didn't have anyone to process the book with. After some search, I found the podcast, and it's been such a good time going over these amazing stories with oh, you guys. Good job, John. That's exactly what he was fucking setting out to do. That's exactly what he wanted to do. This is incredible. Uh, also, you guys. Good job, John. Also, you guys helped me embrace my identity as a full-on comic book nerd. Woohoo! Yes. Uh, reading comic books helped me get rid of uh, other addictions of my life, news and sports, and they that were there just to replace my need for some good for good storytelling. Fuck yeah. Uh, the Hellboy universe is such an amazing and unique phenomenon in modern storytelling. I'm so glad that I have you guys to walk me through it. So, thank you, damn guys. You're awesome. There you go. Aww. You're on. Oh, awesome. There yeah. you go. Oh, thank you. There you go. Also, this is how you pronounce my name, but book club members can pronounce it however they want to. We're friends. Aww. Aww. <laughs> but actually, you know we love Pronunciation yes, Corner. We actually here. linked the pronunciation.com. Nice. So that way we knew that it was your own. Nice, nice. Uh, thank you your so own. much. Yeah. Great yeah. to hear from you. Yeah, super yes. good. You'll hear this episode in a, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> this was 11 days ago. Yeah. So we'll see like what episode uh, your own is up to. You like your own. So um, go to the library. This next set of feedback, we got a bunch of comments for, uh, our, uh, this is back in episode 156. This is where we announced that we would be starting the new podcast, the Book Club Members Comics, and we were going to be kind of slowing down. We also talked about future Hellboy books. We also uh, talked about our some feedback on the 2019 Hellboy movie. So you're going to see some of that within the comments here. This is Hey Damn Guys from Hayden Orr. Hayden Orr. Book Club Member. That's right. This show has been a consistent part of my life for the last couple of years. Hearing you guys almost every week has been such a great experience and has helped me through some shitty times in my life. <laughs> So I was racking my brain trying to think of the best thing to say when you guys had your last episode, but I just could not think of what to say. But then I realized it didn't matter because the show isn't really over. And also, you guys will still be doing your thing on Book Club Member Comics, and it'll still be a book club founded on friendship. But I did want to say that even if you guys did stop, that I've come to cherish this podcast as much as I do the comics we've read and discussed on here. Oh, wow. Thank Aww. you. Oh. John, Danielle, Aubrey, and Mark, and Matt, and Wes, and everybody else who's helped make the community great, you guys fucking rock. Thank you. Thank you, Hayden. Very That's sweet. Very, nice. very Thank sweet. You so Thank much. you. Yeah. And we've continued to hang out anyway. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So of course. Awesome. Do you guys? You guys like text each other at this point, right? Yeah. Okay. So there. <laughs> and Hayden's even been on our uh, book club yeah. member comics. Yeah, he, he did has. the Frankenstein Alive Alive. There you yes, go. We got to have him back. But anyway, on. that was very sweet. That's Thank a very you. yeah good retroactive sweet thing to say there. We also, uh, regarding that episode, we also heard from Drew Campbell. Drew Campbell. Book club member. Yes, talking about the 2019 Hellboy movie. We were talking about that, and he said that I had made a good point about how much violence is in the comics, because I was like, there is quite a bit, you know. That was one of the criticisms yeah, of that movie. Yes. Um, but I agree with Danielle that the way they're portrayed in Mignola's art does not match the definition of gory. Right. I concede that Richard Corbin's art can be pretty gory and disturbing to look at. I guess I'm mostly thinking of Mignola's art. Yes, right. And that's that's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I like John's description of chopped off limbs and wounds looking like lightsaber yeah. wounds. Yeah. To me, they don't feel gory at all. Violent, yes, but not gory. Right. And to reference Mark's twe Mark Tweedo's perfectly worded assessment of the movie, the violence and quote-unquote gore in the Hellboy comics always serves the story. Yes. The point of those scenes is not to gross you out, but to give you a sense of the weight or tragedy or horror of the situation. Yeah. The gore in the, in the movie feels like, as Mark said, someone thinking, <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be badass. Yeah. And again, I feel like I need to clarify, I'm not against movies being gory. I enjoy plenty of Splatterfest movies. 
but it just doesn't match up with how I perceive the tone of Hellboy comics yeah. and what I really want out of a movie. That's precisely yeah. that's the nail on the head. I think that that's a good yeah. Criticism. I think that's a yeah. great um, yeah yeah. And that's yeah. a that's an even handed way to put it too. It's you know that's yeah. that's, a, that's a fair that's a fair assessment. Yeah. And then um, regarding our new podcast, Drew had asked if we were going to do Baltimore and Joe Gollum. We are doing all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. And so Mark has made a reading order for that, too. So um, we'll be following that. We're wrapping up Omnibus One on our next episode. And then we'll be starting the book, I think, after that. So, yeah, we'll definitely be going through all that stuff, Drew. So great to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks, Drew. We also heard from Christopher Egan. Christopher Egan. Book club member. Yes. Yes. Uh, Christopher goes, wow, wow, guys. I know you're not going anywhere, but it's the end of an era in some ways, and I am all emotional. I'm very excited (laughs) that there will be some other comic reviews coming our way, as well as whatever Hellboy stuff is still on the horizon. I jumped on this bandwagon when you had like 20-something episodes out, and it's been highlight every week ever since then. You're all on the list of things that get me through the week. Oh, and a Bram Stoker's Dracula commentary is a must. Yeah! It's my absolute far and away favorite adaptation. Oh, fuck. We have to do yes, that. Yes. yes. Excellent. So I've already kind of planned out what we're going to be doing for Halloween this year. Yeah. And that is definitely yeah! on the list. Um, that nice. That will definitely be uh, this October. That's Hellboy um, adjacent. Mike Mignola was yeah, yeah. vaguely associated with that movie at one point. Yeah. The, it's, a couple, it, it's a couple months out. But we'll be talking about and the it's movie. It's like his favorite movie of all time. He posts about it all yeah. the time. And we'll also yeah. be talking about the comic, too. So okay. Oh, we're going to read yeah. the comic? Yeah. We'll, we'll look at the comic and then we'll, awesome. we can talk about it while nice. the movie's going. And so okay. yes. we'll talk about both at the same time. It's that kind of podcast, all right? Yeah, and Christopher's continued to hang out with us. Um, we also had an episode with Matt Strackbine um, where we talked about revisiting Goodbye, Mr. Todd. I asked Matt what was his favorite short story. So we talked about it. And on that episode, we also talked about a lot of Halloween movies. We got, a, we got another Hey You Damn Guys from Haydenor. Haydenor. Book Club member again. Another it's Hey true. Damn Guys. If you guys want a great vampire flick that is highly underrated, you should watch Near Dark. Seen it. Love it. Okay. It's got Lance Hendrickson and Bill Paxton in it. I haven't nice. Seen that. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's, it's so good. It's from the 80s. With wow. a soundtrack by Tangerine Dream. Wow, like legend. Okay. I, love that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list of films I almost always go through every October that's too long to really completely put out here, but some highlights I think make really great Halloween watches are. Halloween, Halloween 3, Trick R Treat, House of Frankenstein, House of Dracula, Abbott and Costello, Meet Frankenstein, Fright Night, and Night of the Living Dead. I also do yearly watches of some animated stuff, like it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Mad Mad Monster Party, Ray Bradbury's The Halloween Tree, and Over the Garden Wall. i got to watch some of these. Yeah. Okay. I've only seen the Charlie Brown one. I, I want to okay. see these other ones, knowing they're animated. Sounds good. Hayden says, there's so many great flicks to get you in the spirit of autumn and excited for Halloween. It's also got me curious. Danielle and Aubrey, do you have a favorite horror movie? And if so, what is it? Since John's is The Descent. Yeah, I did mention that. And you know, I... what's odd is that, like you said that's your favorite horror movie, but I don't think that's true. I think that that movie scared you. It frightened you. But I don't think in well, the... Back when we, uh back when we talked about this... Uh, you actually said that on the episode. Did I? Okay. Yeah, Am I so, repeating myself? So, so Sorry. I rewatched it since then, and I feel like it holds up, man. I think that that's movie fine. That's is not what I said, though. I didn't though. ask you if you thought it held up. Well, I guess if you're thinking about it like that, then probably the nightmare movies are probably yeah, my that's favorite. What I'm more the, the yeah, yeah. Because like mean, when you're like, oh, it's 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 autumn, it's October, we got to watch this, this, and this. And you have some go tos that you go yes. to. If you're thinking like, oh, what's a movie that really scared you? Yeah, The Descent is a good answer for that. But I, I don't think that's what we were talking about. We were talking about, oh, your favorite Halloween movies to get you in the Halloween spirit. Okay, I was thinking my favorite horror movie. Right. Like, I'm thinking what is 
it's the scariest movie that I've seen. But that's not favorite horror movie. That's the scariest movie you've seen. Is but that it's the also same thing? A great movie. Sure. It's but like that's not great, the question. I didn't say name a great movie that's a horror movie <laughs> that scared if, you. If you're gonna ask me what my favorite, like, okay. Let's say we take horror out of it and just ask me what my favorite movie is. I could right. go I could go, well, I could pick a fun popcorn movie that's just kind sure. of like fun that I like to put on all the You're time. You're a huge or, David Lynch fan. Or or I could pick something that is like really like the high like a high you know high what I art mean? cerebral or something something yeah. like that right and so sure. if you ask me what my favorite popcorn horror whatever because you gotta break it down into you have to break it down into categories yeah. I agree so but like, I didn't that would ask be you, Nightmare on Elm Street I, I but didn't if you ask, ask me you, what is my the best horror the way that I read that said, question was like what is the no. best horror movie that you've seen and that is probably it we didn't say what's the best horror movie you've seen we that's said what's your favorite it. Halloween I'm movie I'm my argument here that's the way it's a different question okay that's a different Categories. The nightmare movies. Okay, those are probably the yeah. I love those. All right, but I'll, I'll watch those not even on Halloween though. Sure, I'll but just put those on. <laughs> yeah, but when it gets to be like October, we're like, ah, oh, what are we gonna watch? You know, like yeah, yeah, right. Sure, that's 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 more the speed. But of Hayden the question. wants to know what yours favorite. Okay, <laughs> Let's now that we've established what we're actually talking about. Okay, Aubrey. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like how I did, uh, like to I just be, totally deflected. Get, get ready to get your answer totally scrutinized. No, because uh, Aubrey knows what we're talking about. I okay. So when it comes, like you, when it comes to horror films, I, I I don't really watch a lot of them because they're not my favorite genre. But I would have to say I love sure. the Freddy and Jason movies. Uh, I like love Freddy Van- vs. Jason. Well, literally, one, or no, just like both. Oh, just series. both of the series. Yeah. Okay, cool. Even the bad ones, I like. Yeah, because um, they're great. Including Freddy versus Jason. Uh, I like vampire films, Lost Boys, Near Dark, things yeah, like that. Nice. Uh, but I really like zombie movies, and so I love those. Like you can put me like a. Oh, you're a zombie movie guy. Yeah, if you like, I like you know like the Dead movies, Dawn of the Dead, sure, and all that, and both the original and the remake. But uh, have you guys seen Train to Busan? It's no, a Korean. I have not seen that. I no. keep hearing it about it's that movie. So good. I didn't even know it was a horror movie. It's a zombie movie. I've just heard it's a good movie. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know how you know Kathy likes to watch all those like Korean dramas and everything. But That's one day, right. She does. Yeah. One day she found this movie. She's like, "You got to watch this movie." And I was just like putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and all of a sudden I was like, "Well, it's Valentine's Day. Let's watch that movie." Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I have to check that out. It is so good. And I think yeah. I think one of the guys that's in it is also in Eternals. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. What about you, Danielle? I like a goofy, fun romp of, okay. a, of a Halloween movie. So I like a, The Burbs. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah, I, like, I like stuff like that. I like a... Uh, this doesn't actually count as a movie, but I like to go back and watch all of the, like, even remotely Halloween-y episodes of The X-Files. Oh, that's definitely... That definitely counts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we do do that. I like to watch like Halloween specials of like sitcoms. Yeah, <laughs> I go back and watch the episodes of The Office or Parks and Rec that are like Halloween themed. I like to check those out. Yeah, I like the season. I think it's season one or season two episode. Uh, season two from uh, that seventy show, Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does Constantine count? Like that's just oh, such yeah, a that definitely counts. whatever movie. I love you that know movie. what I mean? We definitely watch yeah. that one a lot. Yeah, it's fine. Very right? good. Excellent. Or like, uh, like. Uh, I now I now I can't think of a single movie that ever happened. Now that I've been asked about this, I hate that. Um, I can't. It happens to me constantly. Someone asks me a question, and I'm like, I've never oh, known Beetle anything Juice. ever. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I fucking love Beetlejuice with all of my heart. It is yeah. such a great. It's like the perfect. 
it's that's that's what I'm talking about. That's Whenever, to me that's the perfect um when you ask me like what movies get you just absolutely pumped for Halloween season. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Beetlejuice, dude. Whenever, Beetlejuice. We, whenever we watch that movie, you always go on the same rant. It's really cute because you're like, they don't make movies like this they anymore. don't. This is such an original idea. It's so this creative. is just so off the wall and wow. And they all this don't, why of, don't they? They yeah. just remake shit over and over again. Yeah, and like, yeah. who fucking wants that? Stop. Like, just come up with an original fucking yeah, thought. Yeah. It's so creative and it's so it's wacky really good. and it's just really so good. like, a, anyway, I fucking love and all the actors in it. Are so great, and it's just yeah. That's yeah. that's it. Probably that's my number one go to would be Beetlejuice. Absolutely for um, this category, I would say Beetlejuice is at the top. Would Nightmare Before Christmas count as a Halloween? Yes, film? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Both it, it falls under both. Categories you can watch it both during the whole entire <laughs> yeah, holiday season yeah. from October to yeah. December. Go for Very it. Very good. Great question, Hayden. Uh, we also heard from Christopher Egan. Christopher Egan, yes. book club member. He, we must have talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well, um, because Christopher said the IDW TMNT series is the best version of the franchise, period. Okay. Um, I've read some of that. It's really good. Uh, Exorcist 3 is a must-watch. Has a top three jump scare in all of horror. Mm. So that was one. I don't like it. Several I'm not pe- going to watch it. Several people said the Exorcist 3, and so I did watch it, and it was so good. It, it has Brad Dourif in it. Okay. Um, and he is amazing. He is so good in the movie. And I know the jump scare now that he's talking about it. Right. It, it gets you. It like No yeah, thanks. Yeah. Oh wait, I did forget something. This came out on Netflix like last year, the Fear Street trilogy. It's like three different films. It's actually pretty good. Okay, that nice. got you pumped for nice. Halloween. Yeah. Right on. We also heard from Devin Daniel. Devin Daniel. Book club member. Yes. Uh, Devin posted on our Facebook some awesome fan art. Actually, oh, yeah. I actually shared really it today um, because I was catching up on all of the stuff. And I was like, dang, you know, I never shared this. So I shared it today. Um, he posted it in January. Oh. He said, hey, everyone, I found this group and I just thought I'd share some of my Mignola art. Oh, that's nice. Just got back into drawing about three or four months ago after a shit 16-year hiatus. Mm. So excited to be back at it and have really been blowing myself back with what Aww. I've been capable of so far. If you have a passion, don't give up if it means something to you. As the mighty Kendrick Lamar said, whatever you're doing, just make it count. Nice. Very I love cool. that. Yes. Just put yourself out there. I can't stress this you'd enough. You'd be surprised. Yeah. If, you, if, there, like, if there's even someone who's remotely acting like a hater, cut them off. Do not listen to them. They are just miserable and want to make you miserable, too. They're a fucking clown. Don't listen. Just do the thing. We have some more feedback on our sort of hyperborea discussion. You almost said hyperborea, didn't you? I did. <laughs> um, we heard from uh, Jerry Turnbull. Jerry Turnbull. Book club member. Yes. Yes. Jerry says, Morgan Field is the real name of Muddy Waters. Okay. Right. So the card of the... The agent was Morgan Field, and we were trying to figure out if that was a reference to something. It was a reference to something. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. We also heard from Andrew Craddock. Andrew Craddock. Book club member. Yes. Uh, Love this series so much. Recently was able to purchase a print. I had wanted for the longest time and received sketches as well. I was so happy to finally hang some Lawrence Campbell art on my wall. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yes. Thank you, Andrew. And he actually shared with me some pictures and so I reposted them actually a couple months ago or when, around the time those episodes came out. So you can actually find those on our social media. And uh, I was really impressed with his ability to take pictures of framed art on the wall. It's oh, very nice. difficult to do. I don't know if you've ever tried to do that, but there's like reflections and light and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, 
ah, yeah. it's so frustrating. And then he yeah. sent me this picture. It looked beautiful. I was like, oh, my God, how did you do this? That's what I was most impressed by. But he had some awesome Lawrence Campbell art. That um, would be the thing that you noticed. I know, right? Yeah. I was like, how do you take that picture? That's great. But anyway, um, definitely I'll link Lawrence Campbell's shop in the show notes you know he's ran out of these prints oh. um, and a lot of them have gone out of stock so i'm so glad i've been able to get some and you should definitely support lawrence as well yeah so yeah uh check out his uh shop in the show notes i was able to get one of his as well yeah yeah yes. we, yeah we got yeah. some of those little sketches too we also heard from luke not dave aldred luke not dave aldred but club member yeah. yes yes he said not the black flame but some fine art nevertheless oh well, yeah so he's he sent me uh some uh some cool bit of art it was like a skull and it kind of looked like the black flame so okay. i shared it okay. on our instagram stories a while back thank okay. you for sending me that love your work by the way i circle in and out of different comics over the years time and money stopping me from fully investing in the whole mignola verse but when i do feel like revisiting that world you guys are my first stop Aww. listening to the podcast on the drive home from work is definitely a happy place cheers oh thank, thank you so you. much That's yes. nice. And um, people will send me stuff on Instagram, different pieces of art or fan art or cool yeah. stuff. I always reshare those yeah. in our stories. So, yeah, keep sending me those. Um, I enjoy looking at all that stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. We also heard from our friend Finn. Finn. Book club member. Yes, he wrote in a while back. Um, he was educating us on some of the like sources of the word hyperborea and all this cool. kind of stuff. Nice. Um, what is his Twitter handle? It's it's Twitter there on... handle is at finnel two f i n n e l two on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. This guy has really done his research cool. within the stuff, and That's we talked great. about some of the implications and. Was you know... he the guy that was a little bit like apprehensive about being like, "Oh, I don't want to ruffle yeah, any feathers." Yeah. We were like, "No, please." Ruffle all and of our please, feathers. We want to talk we, about we this. We want to talk about all this. This and is like, a discussion we're having. And, yeah. And and when we talked about it, I was kind. Of, I brought up the idea of like taking things back. Right. You know what I mean? Can we not like go? No, you you can't have. This. I think the answer was some things. Right. Depending on the context, right. which is nuanced. And therefore, everything should be taken one yeah. thing at a time, yeah. I think, is where we arrived on that. And 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 Finn listened to our discussion, and then right. he wanted to say Good. something back, and that's Excellent. exactly how the book like, works. Like, I think we had landed so. on, like, for example, like, the swastika, probably yeah. not. Right. That and then, probably can't be taken like, back. Norse mythology, fuck you, you yeah. can't have it. Yeah. So, yeah. He said, about regaining myths touched and burnt by the Nazis and their followers, and about esotericism in Hellboy. There is nothing we should leave to the Nazis. They deserve nothing from our world. Also, not the mythology, no matter if it's Greek, Nordic, Asian, or any other. But we cannot deny that the Nazis have their preference for such things. They've usurped and misused such myths, and we must not forget that today's Nazis and fascists want to keep these myths or regain them for themselves. If we want to regain these myths, we have to understand them as best we can. That means we have to know its history. We have to understand why the Nazis chose them, and we have to understand how they use them. Otherwise, we cannot prevent history from repeating itself. If we want to give the burnt myths a new life, I think that's the most important part. But I think it's not the only part. If we want to reintegrate these burnt myths into our lives, we have to do it in a way that is compatible with our worldviews today. I think that Mignola and the authors he collaborates with write very progressive stories. They write about racism, sexism, marginalization, and speciesism. I'm here with you. I think it is possible that in such stories we regain burnt myths. But we should make sure that we have cleared up the past. Yeah. I don't think that Mignola has a problematic worldview. I think he has a nostalgic fetish. I mean, whomst amongst us, you know, does sure. not. Like, that's, yeah. 
I love the stories that that come out of that, but sometimes it goes too far for me. Concretely, mm-hmm. I think of Mignola's touching on the root race teachings of the Theophysis when he introduced the Hyperboreans in his 2005 story, The Island, and referenced Madame Blavatsky in the footnote of it. Mignola didn't pick up on the root races. He just took the Hyperboreans out of that context. But that's problematic enough for me. Okay. I suppose Mignola was naive when he did that. And then he recognized the problem afterwards. The problem is that the idea of root races is racist. Right. In the years that followed, Mignola invented the character Amelia Dunn and the book The True Secret History of the World to replace Blavatsky and her book The Secret Doctrine and to distance himself from her and her theosophical worldview. Okay. This is my interpretation. So he's saying, he's like, saying that's his... maybe they said, right. oh, this yeah. stuff is, no, uh, we probably shouldn't be associated. Well, and he's always talking about all the books he has yeah. on his bookshelf and, you know, all the stuff, and maybe he read more and more, and maybe that is the way that it right. went, yeah, where sure. he was like, ah, you know... This let, let me open this up a little bit more. Right. So, sure. Finn goes on to say, I have to say that I don't think this is the best strategy to put a veil over this. That can become a boomerang. That's why I think it's better to talk about. I agree. It's better to discuss it. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know how well you know Theophysy. The root race teaching is about the seven-part hierarchy of the human stages of development. The second stage is the Hyperboreans. The third and the fourth stage are the Atlanteans and the Aryans. According to the Theophysis, we live today in the Aryan stage. Uh. The Theophysis did not invent the special European Aryan myth, but they adopted it and contributed to its spread. More than half a century after Blavatsky published The Secret Doctrine, the German Nazis murdered over six million Jews because they believed they were Aryans and the Jews were threatening them. I think we must not overlook this. That being said, I think Hellboy comics exclude fascism, but do not exclude anti-fascism. And I don't think that just because Hellboy beats the shit out of Nazis. It's also because Hellboy rejects the esoteric prophecies of his enemies. Yes. It's because he rejects the role of the ruler. Yes. And it's because all the heroes in the comics mostly fight for progressivism. Fuck yeah! Thanks for listening. That was, that was really excellent. Good. Yes, absolutely. I, I loved every bit of that. And so, yeah, we're absolutely not afraid to have this discussion. In fact, we welcome it. And we really appreciate your insightful... And thanks uh, for, like, educating us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we I love mean? it. Like, I didn't know anything about this. And, I mean, I think it is important to know, like, I don't know. I mean, what if... That is important to know. What if I things. was wearing a shirt that said, uh, I heart Hyperboreans, and someone said, hey, are you... Uh, mm. Are you... It, it, I, I think, think it's, it's a, nuanced enough in the books that no one would make that shirt. Sure. But <laughs> I think that... Uh, I, I do see what I you're doing. I do want to show you're trying says, to simplify it. No, please don't. You're trying to simplify it to a point where we, but we don't need to simplify it because we can we can leave it nuanced. I think that's his point is that he's trying to make is that yeah, we can yeah. have this kind of conversation. We're at that point where we can go ahead and have that now that we've read all of the stuff. I think I can speak for all of us when we say we sincerely, deeply appreciate oh, yeah. you taking the time to to write out this um this very concise and thoughtful. Uh, email thank you for this yeah and and i think if you are intrigued by this or you want to know more about it or i mean follow finn on twitter because he's like cited and has the screen caps of the literature that he's citing i mean oh wow he's really he's really done his research on this and he can tell you um where these terms originated from and when they were first used and you know when you're looking through some of the stuff you're like oh is this where the stuff that i'm reading originated from a lot of stuff is like that though in everyday life in america but i think it's important to understand that i agree and that's what i'm saying is that like yeah 
yeah. just in the country. I, I know that you know America is not the only country in the world, and like other people that listen to us live in other countries besides America. But I can only talk about my experience growing up in America because I only grew up here. I didn't grow up in another place. Right, right. So growing up here, there's a lot of shit like that. Yeah. There is a lot of shit like that, and it doesn't stop. Right. And I'm not talking about stuff you thought as a kid, like about thanksgiving or whatever and then you grew up and you realized oh wow it's actually this is bad and i should really think about this more no it doesn't stop i'm 36 and i'm still finding out shit that i'm like oh wow uh shit you know and it's that's on purpose yeah so to undo this thing that was purposefully done to us of like we don't want you to learn about this horrible shit we want you to keep barreling forward because that's how we keep steamrolling you know, and that's yeah. to undo that. You have to actively work at it. And so our friend Finn here is actively working at that. Yeah. And he's engaging us in that conversation to better help us do that. And we appreciate it. And yeah. so I feel almost as though when he writes these emails, he's like, and don't, you know, I'm not trying to say this and that and the <laughs> other, but it's like, dude, it's cool. We get it. Like, we're not going to be like, well, you can't tell me I can't yeah. read my comics. We want to read them in a thoughtful way. We want to yeah. read them in a progressive yeah. way. And I think Mike Mignola wants to write and draw them in oh, yeah. a progressive way yeah. as well. And I think that over 25 years, 30 years that yeah. he's been doing this, he's bound to grow and develop. Sure. And that's good. And so when you see that progression, you know that like, oh, this is a good trend. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not, so you can, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm not the kind of person who's going to look at just the one thing he did 25 years ago and go, well, that's, he, he thinks this, you know, but obviously you have to look at what he's doing right now today and, and where it's gone from there. And so appreciate your, your email is very yes, thoughtful and yes. very well written and we yes. appreciate it. Yeah. And I hope we continue to hear from you on yes. our future episodes as we get this uh, show going back up again. Absolutely. Yes. And, awesome. Uh, I, I'd never really heard of the, the root racist thing, so I'm going to have to look into more of that myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's fucked. <laughs> Definitely yeah. follow, absolutely um, fucked. follow Finn on yeah. Twitter, and he, he he tells you all about it um, in, in his Twitter threads, and he's got all the research in there. So anyway, educate yourself. Yeah. Just in case we haven't made it clear that Aryan shit is clown shit. Yeah. Yes. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> so I actually caught this as a comment that Ross Radke. Ross Radke. Book club member. Yeah. Mm. He put it in another thread. I guess someone was talking about Hellboy stuff. And he commented on this, and he tagged us in it, so oh. it, it ended up in the feedback. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ross actually goes on to say, I am so far behind on the post-Devil You Know Hellboy stuff, I think the only thing I've read is the Asheron one-shot. I've been waiting for the Hellboy book club to start covering in the trade so I can catch up along with them. Is that why he tagged us? Yeah, like a hint, yeah. hint? Yeah. <laughs> I better I fucking so. do this. Well, I think, um, you Get know... Get on it. But to be kind of serious about it, I think some people wait for the trades. Like, some people... You know, they can't be picking up the comics every month or, yeah. or like they right. just or a lot of people don't have comic shops near them or, sure, yeah. you know, they're not able to get them consistently. So a lot of people wait for the trades, you know, okay. wait for the collected yeah. right edition. On. So that's why I usually wait for the trades to come out before we talk about it. Cool. Right on. Um, sort of. Hyper- Everyone has a chance to get caught up. Sort of Hyperborea was the only one that we didn't do that with. And I think because we were just, we were so, just excited. so fucking pumped. <laughs> we were so, so good. excited by that episode. We had by those hot issues. hands, little grabby hands. And, I, and those episodes came together by accident, too. Yeah. I was doing a test. They- with Hayden. Well, you were talking on the phone with them. With, and... with Hayden. We were doing a test for a future episode, and we just started talking about it. Anyway. anyway yeah. Uh, we will cover it, though. Yeah. Now, I'm the kind of person that actually likes to wait for trades, and I'll be honest, I just moved again, and I had to carry all those fucking floppies again. And, <laughs> and I you had... were thinking about it, weren't you? You were over like, mm, you're over it. <laughs> I, am, yes. I am over it. My girlfriend is over it. Everybody's oh, over it. Uh, we also heard from Matt Strackbine, the letter hack. 
Matt Strackbein, the, the letter, letter hack. Book club member. Yeah. And sometimes co-host. Yes. Matt says, of course, I totally agree with Git Campbell, uh, Lawrence Campbell, uh, that this podcast has taken over for the letter column. It's become an equal necessary part of the reader's extended experience. Aw. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate those comments. That was so nice uh, of Lawrence Campbell to That's say high that. high praise. We got a hey damn guys from Clayton Schofield. Clayton Schofield. Why are we whispering, book club member? To be mysterious. <laughs> being mysterious now. All right. Got a hey damn guys from Clayton Schofield. Clayton Schofield says, hey you damn guys, three exclamation points. I normally don't. Is it exclamation point or exclamation mark? I say point. Yeah, okay. I say point also. Okay. But I, I could be wrong. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Let us know. Let us listener. know. Let us know, listener. <laughs> he goes, I normally don't drink on Tuesdays, but when my favorite <laughs> podcast releases an interview discussing the best book I've ever read in the past year... And it starts with a "Hey, you damn guys!" from Lawrence. <laughs> that nice. was such a great moment. Well, beers are definitely going to mark the occasion. <laughs> Excellent. I'm just gonna say that sort of Hyperborea was easily one of the top Mignolaverse spinoff books that I've ever read. Easily in my top three, Koshki and Sledgehammer being the other two. Ooh. Nice. I didn't want this series to end, and that's always the tell of a great story and the fantastic new characters. And he also says, I do hope we get more stories from Rob in the Mignolaverse. I think we are. Yeah. I hope so. Sounds sure like sounds it. like it. And we've been so spoiled with pages and pages of Lawrence's incredible work within this universe. Magic. Thanks for this episode, guys. What a gift and a joy this was to listen to. Oh, Very oh, thank enthusiastic. Hey, damn, guys. Thank you, Clayton. That was, was so nice. awesome. Um, yeah, that was such a great moment. I love your little comment here about your favorite spinoffs. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Just off the top of my head, I love The Visitor. That was oh, probably yeah, one of that my was really favorites. good. I really love that one. What about you guys? Do you have, like, just off the top of your head, a favorite spinoff? I like the Asheron and uh, the... What was the one? Koshki in Hell or something like that? Oh, Koshki the Deathless. Uh, Koshki the Deathless. Koshki in Hell hasn't come out yet. Oh, you're, right. you're thinking of a future. You're going to love that one. You I, already know I that. Already, I already know. It's <laughs> slotting it into the top five. I never expected to be a big spinoff fan, but like none of these feel like spinoffs to right, me. Right. So True. I love them all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I like I, you're partial. I was going to say Lobster Johnson. Yeah. That's the, that was the first one I was going to mention. Is like, obviously, I love Lobster Johnson, but... Yeah, like sort of Hyperborea and yeah. the fucking well, um, Witchfinder. Witchfinder, like and yeah, Witchfinder. I mean, like. Witchfinder. 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 None of it seems like a spinoff. It all seems like this is just a continuation of all this great shit. So yeah. it's like. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just don't. I've never thought of it as spinoffs yeah. at all because they're great. Very cool. I tend to think of spinoffs yeah. as being like, eh, I don't know if I'll I check that out or not. But like, it's never been in question. I will have to say also, I, I didn't want the sort of Hyperborea to end either. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did I say but that right? uh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about it, and it's almost like I'd rather them leaving me wanting more than be like, oh, God, I'm glad that shit is over. I don't have to read any more of that. Oh, of course. You know of what course, I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I think that they know, like, yeah. Stop it while it's still good. Sure. Yeah. I like that. I, I would just like to see three, like three other miniseries devoted to each of the characters. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, I uh, we all, I, well, I think we can all agree that we want more grappling to Gotha. Yeah. Gotha? That's a great character. Yeah, I want more of her. I want more of. I want to see more of um Victor. Oh, Olsen, yeah. Olsen, I want to see more oh, okay. of his. I want to see his stories in Atlantis. If he was down there for years, yeah, mm. that would be awesome. Very cool. They could uh, get Kurt Russell to play current one, and then Kurt Russell's son to play 
Oh, the young one. Young one. That's great. I oh, love that's this already. Awesome. Ah. <laughs> this is we're, we, you know we're back to the Hellboy Book Club when you're doing a classic casting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is mean of me. What's his name? I shouldn't say Kurt Russell's son. That's Wyatt Russell. Nice. Wyatt, Wyatt Russell. Russell yes. I wish you get Wyatt Russell to play the young guy. <laughs> I, also, I also want to hear, like, I want to hear the album from um, One-Legged Elijah Bone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be oh. great. Oh, some in-universe, mm. like, music or something. Oh, Aubrey, that's a great idea. Somebody make so it. Cool. Somebody make it. Michael Strackvine, you should mm. make it. <laughs> Just, I don't know why. I'm just throwing it out there. Christopher Egan, his brother's a musician. Mm-hmm. He should make it. Oh, what about uh, our friend who does the songs? Paul from Gardaharn. What about Paul from Gardaharn? Yes, yeah. he should do it. Mm-hmm. He should do it. All right. We got a couple contenders okay. in here. Everyone could submit uh, some music. Andrew Adair it'll, does some music. You know too. what? It'll be, a, it'll be a compilation album. It'll be like a tribute to him. There you go. Him. And that'll be what that is. Awesome. Yeah. It'll be as though they're playing his songs <laughs> Can we as a tribute this? album. Can we kickstart this? Oh, uh, man. Tribute album to awesome. one, one leg. I think that's A great. tribute to one leg, Elijah Bone. And people are going to be like, wait, who? Like, it's right, a right, right, character. right, right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a great idea. Yes. Oh, my I God. love this oh, idea. This Everyone so contributes a song as though it's a cover yes. of this guy's music. Yes. <laughs> You could Ooh. even write liner notes about like how inspirational he was. Oh, and stuff like that. I would love liner when I, notes. When I first heard this about song, this, <laughs> we have to make this happen. My, my great grandfather a... talked about seeing him live in Chicago. Oh, yes. <laughs> I uh, see all the fan fiction about this guy so much. I have a new friend with a fan album. Maybe they'll do one. Uh, <laughs> listen, no, let's not let's not get, let's not get all the way wild there. about this. It's a great concept for a song. This though. is a fantastic like, concept. Yeah. I want to hear the fan fiction album. Yes. I'm yeah. gonna read the little liner notes yes. and everything. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, somebody else besides my band do this and make this happen. <laughs> We also heard from Tom Barnett. Tom Barnett. Book club member. He said, hey, you damn guys, what a great episode. Thanks, Rob Williams and Lawrence Campbell for stopping by. Thanks for stopping yes, by. Yes, that was fun. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, no, seriously, thank you. It was the best. I mean, it was the best so time. Nice. It was so much fun. It I, really I couldn't was. believe like, how great that episode came out. Man, I felt like we could have kept talking to them for like hours and hours. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. They, you know, they had... <laughs> Their time is, you know. And Rebecca Mock and Hope Larson were also so great. Oh, they were yeah, yeah. Talk super to. sweet. Yeah. Talking about Salt Magic on our book club yes. uh, members podcast. Yeah, we've we've, we've had uh, some fun interviews. We've on had this, some fun interviews lately on these two shows. We also heard from Mark Tweedell. Mark Tweedell, book club member. He said this interview was so fun. John totally caught me out when he said fans are probably leafing through their comics to check, and I was listening with my Witchfinder Volume 1 omnibus in hand. That's so awesome. They did a little wide-eyed emoji there. I know, because I said that's what fans are doing right now, and I love the idea that he's actually doing that. That's so awesome. That's great. Um, And he said, and yes, I'm totally part of the chorus that wants more grappling to Gotha. Ah, see? Yes. I yes, I think it's overwhelming. that We're clamoring. We're we're clambering. We're clambering. (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's uh, that's all. That's the bottom of the feedback. We got down to There's it. There's no more in the feedback. Yeah, we got to fill it back up with more more listener feedback. I'm hungry <laughs> for more from the feedback. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys so much. We are going to be coming back to this show um, very soon. Probably next month. I'm going to probably doing a, a do an episode a month. So we'll get back on it. Keep the listener feedback coming. Book club members. Yeah. Book club members. <laughs> 
Yes, and thank you, Danielle. And also follow us over at Book Club Members Comics. We're talking about, like, Mignola stuff related to our most recent episode is talking about Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom. Oh, that was Triumph such a fun torment. comic. Come goof off with us over there. Yeah. We're just goofing off over there. Yeah, so. Yeah, we're having fun over there. Yeah. It's really great. And we have all of our friends over there with us, too. We're so. being big dumb bitches over there. <laughs> Come hang out with us. That's what we're doing. Uh, thank you guys so much. And now Aubrey's going to say all the things. Let's do it. All right, guys. It's uh, great to be back. And I uh, loved all that listener feedback. I want you all to keep it coming. Send us a hey, you damn guys at Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Hellboy Book Club Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Hellboy Book Club. You can also find all of our resources on our Podbean website and our Facebook About section. Our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. As always, a special thank you to Paul from Gotaharm for the listener feedback. Hell theme. yeah. Yes, thank you, Paul. Thanks uh, in advance for writing one of those songs on that on that <laughs> album that we talked about. And thank you, John and Danielle, for being awesome. Thank you, Aubrey, for always being so cool coming over and recording the podcast with us. And oh, being thank a good you, thank friend. you. It's going yeah, yeah, to be a lot closer now. You do it. Well, that's good. That's good. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And when you're there, open it up and give us that five-star review. Every little bit helps. And if you're enjoying it, tell a friend. And come on over and join us at Book Club Member Comics. You'll love it over there, too. Yes, thank you. Do it. Next week, we're actually going to be taking a break. Or maybe not. I don't know. I have an idea for an episode that we might do if I have time. But I also might just take the week off. So we'll see. Yes. We'll uh, see. <laughs> but in two weeks, we're going to be back at Book Club Member Comics and we're reading Baltimore Chapel of Bones with Wes Matthijs joining yeah. us. So you guys know what to do. Always pick up those floppies, trades, digitals, omnis, the Hoopla app, and join us next time on Hellboy Book Club Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. And I'm a book club member. <laughs> and I'm Aubrey Lovelace saying... I want more grappling to Gothka. <laughs> <laughs> yes, awesome. Give, give it. <laughs> <laughs>